Welcome to episode 140 of This Week in Marketing Show. This is your host, Sajid Islam. Today, I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of December 19th through 23, 2022. And Merry Christmas to um, those of you who are celebrating uh, Christmas. With that, let's jump in. Uh, first off, uh, Elon Musk has tweeted that um, from now on, people can see each other's uh, tweet view counts. So allow me to explain this, what this means. So now when you tweet, uh, you know, we do not really know how many people have seen that tweet. We have seen how many people have responded, how people have, you know, engaged with it, things like that. By engagement, again, I mean liked or um, commented on it. now, obviously, we can go and manually search it one by one. However, there is no way to give us a number. Like we see this on Instagram where we can see uh, how many uh, people have liked a certain post. Now, to Elon Musk is saying, hey, from now on, what we will be able to do is we should be able to go to a tweet and be able to see how many people have viewed that tweet. How that will all work out, it remains to be uh, seen because, you know, I could be scrolling by and not interact with that tweet. Will that count as a um, view? Now, nevertheless, uh, you know, this will definitely help a lot of big brands and a lot of, you know, sponsored posts where people are saying, oh, you know, my tweets have this much reach. We'll know exactly what it is true or what is false. Or if someone is making up the number, the other drawback of this thing is like for example on instagram you know when we post on our instagram channel uh market and grow sometimes you know we have only like six or seven likes and that kind of demotivates us from putting out content because again part of me knows hey it's a process we've got to keep on doing posting it and then someday you know someone is gonna find it uh, so if you look at like NAS Daily, a popular channel, uh, and I found out that NAS Daily posted 1,000 consecutive days before he reached a uh, inflection point where he went viral. Up until that, you know, he did not get any uh, views. He did barely got any traction, things like that. You know, and that remains to be seen. So a lot of platforms have gone back and given users the ability to you know, turn off the public view counts in fear of retaliation and in fear of like, you know, having at the demotivating numbers. But it's nice to see that Elon Musk is bringing that public view count. But however, he does give, I hope he gives us the option to turn on, turn it off, depending on who we are. So if our, uh, we need to stroke our ego and show it off to the world, how far rich we have, we would probably be able to turn it on. But in the sense, in the other sense, if we are just getting started and we feel like, hey, you know what, we just don't want that um, added pressure, noise and pressure on us. We just want to keep it quiet, maybe just turn it off. Will remain to be seen. Okay, next up. On Google Analytics, GF4, you know, one of the things with GF4 migration was the hard work was that, you know, hey, we have to manually move our audiences from Universal Analytics, the current version of Google Analytics, again, also known as GA3 or Google Analytics uh, 3. Some people call it GA3 uh, or some people call it Universal Analytics as it's known to GA4. Uh, was the manual move. Now, Google has come out with this tool called the Migrator Tools that will help you to pull the audiences from Universal Analytics into GA4 as long as they are of the same dimensions and metrics. 
uh, if they're different, you will have the option to change the dimensions and upload them back. Now, if you're unsure what uh, Google Analytics are, or Google Analytics audiences are, it's basically a group of website visitors with shared attributes, for example, gender, device type, country, or browsing behavior, right? Uh, so hope that helps. Uh, and this is just one, uh, I guess, sign that you know it's high time for you to migrate to GA4. You only have another six months before Universal Analytics is turned off. On the SEO front, uh, Gary Illes from Google wrote that, you know, on, he wrote it on his LinkedIn post that, you know, sitemaps are hints, not an order. Meaning, just because you submit an XML sitemap to Google, it does not mean Google will index and rank content. Gary gave an example of a search engine, hypothetical search engine called Steve, where he says, you know, a sitemap file as defined by sitemaps.org is a great way to tell search engine uh, Steve, that about your site's URL, but that's where it ends. Uh, you tell Steve to read your sitemap. You tell search engine Steve to read your sitemap, but if Steve doesn't trust your site, will delight users, it won't bother reading your sitemap. So, folks, this is not the first time we're saying that, you know, Google does not have a guaranteed crawling, indexing, or ranking of your URLs, right? We go again and again. Just last week, episode 139, we said, you know, the new formula is EEAT. Google added experience to the existing EAT model. You really need to have content that are that follows the EEAT model, and only then you will get uh, indexed, ranked, and indexed and ranked. Next up, uh, you know, someone on Reddit uh, asked or was asking, "Hey." Is it better for me to use a WordPress website or should I just hard code a website? To that, Google search advocate John Miller wrote, look, it doesn't really matter whether you use WordPress, Wix, Squarespace, or any other you know, websites or even hard code or manually code it. What you need to have is good content. I think I, I sound like a broken record because I keep talking about writing good content because that's what the advice is from Google. Google is saying stop the game of writing for social search engines and start writing for humans, humans and answer their questions. I mean, maybe that's one of the reasons why, you know, people on social media do so well. Think about it. People on social media, they write content for other users to teach them, to inform them, to educate them. They don't write it because I'm going to get more likes and comments by the uh, social media algorithm, they write, they publish content that will delight the other, the users on the other end, right? And then they know they're going to engage with it, they're going to like it, they're going to share it, they're going to save it, and thus they will get the, uh, the you know, the good, the good brownie points or the, you know, virality or the reach. I don't know why it's so any different in SEO. It's the same concept. It's just that over the years, it's just been too much of crap, uh, that's been shared by the so-called experts uh, that just really made a lot of crappy things that's being published out there, okay? With that, let's go to the next and the last update of this week. And yes, this was a short week just because of the Christmas. But um, so the last update of this week is like, you know, word count is not a ranking factor. And I'm pretty sure this is something we've covered in the past. It came up again, so I thought I'd bring it up and I'd share with you. Uh, you know, Cosmic Dash, this is a user on Mastodon com com uh, complained 
that, hey, I have an SEO, this popular SEO tool called Yoast, and Yoast is yelling at me for having more than 300 words in a section. But I'm going to ignore Yoast, and I'm going to just have it as is. To that, Google's search advocate, John Miller, replied, hey, for what it's worth, there is nothing in Google algorithm that focus on a certain number of words per section. It can make sense to help with readability, which I suspect Yoast focuses on, and which is a good thing, but it's definitely not an hashtag SEO factor. And that's exactly, I read what he wrote, verbatim. And this isn't the first time, you know, Google is saying ranking is not a, a word count is not a ranking factor. This was said back in 2019. Uh, they're saying it now. Yoast is pushing for a 300 word count. Again, I do not know why a popular SEO tool is going to push for 300 words uh, in a section because, hey, it's just a dumb tool. You know, as much as you want to say, I just say it's a dumb tool because if you're counting, I could need more than 500 words to explain in a section of what I want to get conveyed, right? So this goes to prove my point that how much of fat and bad advice is floating out there around the web when it comes to SEO from the so-called self-proclaimed SEO experts and tools. My question to you before signing off is, who are you choosing to listen Will you listen to Google search advocate John Miller, who gets paid by Google? He is basically Google's face when it comes to the community and to represent Google. Or do you want to go and listen to a self-proclaimed expert who have never worked with Google? It's a SEO is a black, in, uh, black box and just making things up. The choice is yours, but for me, I would say I would really, I would listen to Google's uh, John Mueller and what he has to say and take it from there. Signing off, this is your host, Sajid Islam. Until next week, take care. Bye-bye.